This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about alternative chips. Yes. Was this suggested by a listener? Probably was. I can also check that. Okay. Because I I wondered where you came up with the phrase alternative chips. It was in our topic. (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember either. I, I didn't come up with it myself, I don't think. You know, when I was making the agenda, I I wanted to make a whole bunch of like dumb alternative jokes, like alternative music. Oh, yeah. Like these are the saying alternative music is a dumb joke. The smashing pumpkins of chips. I mean, some of these chips may be made from smashed pumpkins. They probably are. Anyway, and then I was like, God, Molly, come on. That's just dumb. Try harder. Do better. This was uh, recommended, uh, suggested by listener Kate. Oh, thank you, listener Kate. Um, and uh, also, next week's barbecue sauce episode was uh, was suggested by listener Nicole. Oh. We didn't. Say, we we're not going to say that on the episode. I have a premonition. <laughs> but... <laughs> Whoops. Okay. We, so we speaking, already recorded I, the episode. I do not know whether whether listener Kate or one of us came up with the phrase alternative know, chips. Do we know which listener Kate it is? Do you want me to try and find it? No, it might, no, it's If it was fine. on Facebook, I'm never going to find it. No, but no, it's fine. I'm just. I'm wait, but I'm just going to search my email for alternative Kate. And see what we come up with. Oh, hey, from listener Kate. Alternative chips. You'll notice a theme here. Alternative milks was a revelation, and I'm here to ask for more. The chip aisle has exploded with crispy snacks not actually made from anything chip-like. Chickpea, beet, cauliflower? Wondering if all the leftover meat will be made into chips once alternative meats achieve world domination. Well, oh my God. I was going to say, listener Kate just wrote an awesome pitch. It's a, it's, it was a great pitch. I did not end I up want, with cauliflower chips. I want listener Kate to write all my pitches for like freelance work. Oh, I bet. I mean, do you want me to email listener Kate right now? Yeah, okay. please get in touch with them. Anyway, okay. So yeah, we're talking about alternative chips, which is a phrase that had never occurred to me uh, before we started talking about this show. And I-, I was talking to Ash about it as I was doing my research last night. Yes. Um, on- are you pulling up your Spotify? Like, I am best because of I have to tell. Yeah, but, but you tell this, and then then I'll then I'll talk about. Yeah. That. Okay. Anyway, I was telling Ash what we were doing topic, what we were doing episodes on today. And I said to them, like, what would you call chips that aren't made of, like, potato or corn? And they straight up said, like, that's BS. Like, those are not chips. I wouldn't call them chips unless they're sold on the chip aisle. And I was like, but Ash, they are. 
and then they just sat there in silence. Oh, I see. So I think alternative chips, this is a tough concept to get your head around. It sounds like you're having a chip tiff. Uh, We were. We had a chip tiff. It is. And like the thing I was wondering was like, are any of these like, some some culture's staple chip that has been repackaged for like the American health food market, but I I don't know how to how I would even answer that question. I don't I don't know either. Um, you know I Matthew and I you know take turns researching topics, mm-hmm. and for this one it was very difficult to research because so much of what you find online about these chips is like um, people writing like quote-unquote health food blogs. Of course. Or like Reddit threads from people who describe themselves as addicted to chips. Oh. And so they're looking for like a solution to to their chip addiction. Oh, and so the solution is to so, switch to bean chips or something, right? Yes, exactly. Because I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I, I can't get my head around it. But basically, th- this is kind of um, a, a strange genre to try to understand because it is so based on these kind of fad ideas about what is healthy. Sure, that's true. Although and, also, and, and yeah, so anyway, I couldn't really, right. you know, I'm sure that like for instance, I think about when we did the Indian junk food episode, yes. right? I mean, certainly they have like really interesting like fried crunchy snacks that are made from chickpeas oh, and chickpea yeah, so flour. Oh, certainly and stuff, like, so. like like the the papadam <clears throat> is is like the oh, ancestor totally. of at least some of these chips. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure that people with with, you know, deeper knowledge of other cultural cuisines could yeah. trace a lot of yeah, these other vegetable right. chips to other places. Okay. But so, I do think some of it is like American people, uh, like white Americans doing yoga and wanting to eat. Oh, yeah. Yoga chips. Yoga chips. Um when not to be confused with yogurt chips, which is probably a thing. So first of all, to, to help narrow this down, like the rules that uh, I decided on when wife of the show, Lori and I, well, that we decided on when we went to the co-op yesterday to pick these up was um, nothing containing potatoes or corn. Mm-hmm. Like and not not something that like retained too much of the original vegetable. So we're not doing kale chips. Mm, okay. Okay. I was wondering about that. Right. Have you was, ever have you ever made kale chips? I have made kale chips and they're good. I haven't made them recently and neither has anyone else. I have never wanted to make kale chips. Oh, I, they're tasty. I, are they ta- do yes. do they just taste like kale? I mean, they taste like very like dry crispy kale. Huh. I, I just, huh, it doesn't seem yummy. Okay, so um, I the reason I pulled up the Spotify thing is because we were talking about alternative chips. It reminded me that uh, I think Spotify is trolling me because uh, they did they sent me that Spotify year-end wrap-up thing, and uh, they said, you were genre fluid. You refused to let one sound define you. I'm going to read it off. Don't worry. Okay. And uh, the five genres that it said I that I really like, you know, branched out and listened to a diverse set of music from these five genres: alternative rock, indie rock, rock, pop, and jangle pop. What so, the heck is jangle pop? That's what other people said. That I, that actually surprised me because I thought this was a term that people knew, but it's not. Jangle pop is like uh, like earlier REM with like lots of like uh, arpeggiated <sighs> chords. Matthew, I'm so embarrassed by what my number one was. Oh, oh, what what was it? This old Crowded House album from when I was like eight years old. Oh, wow. That's cool. That is so dumb. Uh, my number one was Bad Religion. Wow. Look at my weird ass 
Oh, no, that's great. So Molly's top five are Crowded House, Ro- Rostam, 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 the guy from Vampire Weekend, mm-hmm. Robin, Slater Kinney, and Miley Cyrus. That's great. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so weird. Uh, I'm a world citizen. I've listened to artists from 19 countries. Right. That's oh, so oh, it also said that I'd listen to, oh, look, to artists. I'm, I'm genre fluid, too. Yeah, everyone is. I listen to a lot of dance pop. Yes. Uh, it said I'd listen to, to artists from like 17 countries, including the Beatles from the United Kingdom. So thanks, Spotify. So yeah, so if you if you learned <laughs> the something Beatles from the United yes, Kingdom, if you learned something something interesting about yourself from your Spotify year end wrap up, let us know at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Oh my god, I can't believe that I spent that much time in 2019 listening to an album that I was really into when I was eight. Um, I listened to so much Led Zeppelin on Spotify, but Led Zeppelin is absolutely timeless. Crowded House, not so much. I think Crowded House is pretty timeless. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So yeah. Okay. Uh, no. So you're anyway, right. I'm going to stop defending you. So wait. You said you and Lori. You went should to, feel embarrassed for listening to Crowded House. You and you and Lori went to the co-op and you bought these chips and you had some hard and fast rules. No potato. No, no potato. Corn. No corn. Must be no, genre fluid. Must be genre fluid. Must be 420 friendly, which all these chips are. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and no kale chips. Okay. And what we ended and like there were so many things we could have bought that we didn't. Because this is a very active section of the chip aisle. Okay. Okay. But I think we bought six bags of chips. I'm, this I hope is, some of them are good. I feel like this is um, a much higher number than I expected, and I don't even know where to begin. Let's cheese plate these. Yeah. And we did also didn't get pita chips, which I f- feel like everyone has tried at this point already, and they're very good. I think it's going to be really important as we taste these to, to also look at like what, what's written on the bag and mm-hmm. like also look at how they are prepared. I think because, you're absolutely right. Because I think that you know some of these are like dehydrated. Yes. Some of these are fried in an oil that people have just decided is a good oil. Right. Something something high oleic, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or expeller then, pressed or with medium of, chain uh, triglycerides. And some of them are made from like a, um, a flour right. made from things. And some of them are made from the actual thing that's sliced like a potato chip. So I so think, I, we should I think start. it'll be... Great. Let's start with the Terra with chips. With the Terra chips, because these have been around for a while, and there's sweet potatoes and beets is the one I got. This, but- I think, of as the original alternative chip. In fact, this one is so original, I, I hardly oh even God. think of it anymore. This it bag seems cannot be open. It seems oh. ordinary to me. When you and I went to Tokyo, didn't we eat Terra chips on the on the plane? I think so. Hey, I opened the bag. Amazing. They were like Terra chip, like blues. Oh my God, Matthew, you got no salt added. What I, are you doing? I noticed this after after what bought it. It was not doing? on purpose. Matthew, you bought unsalted chips? Talk about alternative. What? Matthew, this is awful. You spent our show money on this? <laughs> I don't even want to take these home with me afterward. Why am I fool? Okay. We don't have to eat any more of those. This feels like taking my medicine. Okay, let's so so now wait, but these are fried, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's the bad news. The good news is I also got Trader Joe's vegetable root chips. Okay. Because the Trader Joe's is near the co-op. And this one I think does have salt. Yes. So this is sweet potato. Uh <laughs> two of the different kinds of chips in here are sweet potato and sweet potato colored with beet juice. Uh Taro, batata, and mm. parsnip. What's I saw ba- that. What's batata? Well, so I saw this in, uh, I was looking on the Terra Chips website, 
And I saw that um, that I, I, I was looking up what's in the original blend of, of Terra mm-hmm. chips. And the original blend is um, yuca, taro, sweet potato, parsnip, batata, which is also called a boniato or, oh, a, or I've a heard of Cuban that. sweet potato. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Terra chips also included something called ruby dipped vegetables. Oh, so they're are, dipped in beet juice? Which are kissed with beet juice. That's what it said. <laughs> oh, these are good. Have you ever been kissed with beet like, juice? These just taste like them. Um, mm, hold on. I think that one I just ate. Which one is the one that's striated with purple? Is that taro? I think it is, yeah. Good use of the word striated. Thank you. Mm. Mm. I wow. love these. These are these are very good, but also I feel like anything with salt in it would have tasted great. Mm-hmm. But I can the taste previous the one. sweet potato. Yeah. I would eat these. These somehow taste... Wow. They taste filling somehow. Molly just pulled out a really large, beautifully formed chip. Don't don't eat that. Put it on eBay. <laughs> I can see the Virgin Mary in it. Yeah. I mean, until you bit her head off. Oh my God, this is extremely crunchy. Can you hear it? I can. I think I'm going to lose a filling. Everyone can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hold on. These chips... You know, I think if you had dentures, you would not want to eat these chips. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a too, uh, I think it'd be a harrowing experience. I don't have dentures, but I do wear a, a night guard, and um, I keep my night guard clean um, with uh, those denture fizzy denture tablets. Mm-hmm. And uh, like ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to have a reason to buy those, and now I do because oh so I love things. I love it when when you make things fizz. Have you ever taken Alka Seltzer? Um, oh, right. I also loved Alka-Seltzer commercials. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever taken it. I've taken it once. I was visiting my cousin uh, in San Francisco. Oh, and I, oh, and your cousin had some drugs. I um, I had a little bit too much red wine mm-hmm. one night, and I really didn't feel well the next day. And she and her boyfriend at that time um, gave me Alka-Seltzer, and I was like, this shit tastes really weird. Somehow I didn't expect it to taste like anything. Yeah, I guess I would expect <clears throat> it to taste like kind of bad 7-Up. Um. I hardly even remember. I just was felt so nauseated. Did it work? No. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it. No charge. <laughs> uh-huh. So like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post meeting drink. You can bring your pet totally you... allowed. Oh, I love this. And... Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you yep. can use. And they have the built in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier <laughs> when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm-hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see nobody, that. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, so, what are these? Oh, God. This seriously tastes like eating dirt. Mm. Oh, my God. No, so this the thing is, we're not eating a, here is... Um, this is an acquired taste. These are mm. be- beanitos, super powerful beans. Yeah, wow, Matthew, wait, let's talk powerful. about this. Okay. So now that I know that it's bean, I mean, I put it in my mouth before oh. I knew what it was, and I was like, what is this foul substance? Now that I know that it's bean, I can actually taste the bean. But this doesn't taste good. No, it doesn't. Why would I eat this? To be virtuous? I do so many other things each day. Yeah. What do you do in a given day that's virtuous? Oh other my than, God. I mean, if you're eating regular chips, Matthew, you've got to offset it. I know. I, with I something to, virtuous. What do you do that's virtuous? I need to purchase some some, virtu- some chip virtue offsets. You know what I usually do? I, um, oh gosh, what do I do that's virtuous? I I, I mean, you really put me on the spot there because you know, I think I try, the answer is to, nothing. I try to be kind to the people I love. Okay, that's that sounds like the bare minimum. Oh, shut up, Matthew. <laughs> I, no, I know some people. Some people are not very good at no, that. No, some so. people are absolute garbage at being kind to the people they love. Let me tell you about it. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll try and do. I'll try and do, and do one virtuous thing between now and and our next podcast taping. Okay. Because I, th- I think of the average day, I might not do any virtuous things. Really? I mean, you you um, are an amazing, like, uh, you take amazing care of your family. Yeah. Again, that I th- this is like literally a thing that I've talked to my therapist about. Like, uh, yeah, I, I know that that's something I'm good at, but it feels like that should be something that is like that everyone and anyone can do and you shouldn't get any credit for it. I love this about you because that is so absolutely not how most people think. That is exactly what my therapist said. Can I just hire you instead? <laughs> sure, sure. Um anyway. All right. So, uh yeah, these bean chips, I don't feel great about no, these. No, I don't either. So next up we have um I think this is still a reasonable order. Wait, no, I think we might have another bean chip. Yeah, let's do it. Let's a let's get that out of the way. Super green. Oh no, no. This is okay, brown rice, kale and spinach, sesame seeds, ancient grains and sea salt. So it's not bean, it's brown rice with some greens. I like this one because the name of the product is the Forager Project and I I I want I want all my food to be a project. I wish that we had read the um the copy on the back of the beanie it's not too late we're still here can i read you the copy yeah so it says it's good being salty sometimes it's good to be salty not not the bitter i can't believe my ex is with that person salty the good salty the kind that creates beach waves in your hair and feels like a lazy afternoon in the sun and you know what else is good Beans. I have a yes, question. Beans. No, I'm not done, Matthew. <laughs> we believe in the goodness of beans and the goodness of all human beings. That's why we created a super snack, humble about its nutritional power, sourced from American farmers that's good for you and the planet. So quit being salty about that X and grab a bottle of the grab a bag of the good salty instead. What? <laughs> okay. So many things. Okay, first of all, my, you did answer the question I had, which was is the, was this supposed to be a bean talking at the beginning? Okay, I don't for, think that was supposed to first be a bean talk. I don't want a lecture from my chip bag. <laughs> <laughs> I turn to chips for to, an escape. Right, right. To, for, like a chip, a bag of chips is a place where I'll never be judged. 
And also, like, it, it's, okay. hu- it's not humble about its nutritional power because, like, in big, big print on the front, it says five grams of plant-based protein and four grams of fiber per serving. Matthew, I'm really curious to have your thoughts on this. Whole, mm. So this is the Forager Project. Whole leafy greens are organically grown, harvested, and dehydrated and ground into a fine powder. A dough is made combining the vegetable powders, mm-hmm. gluten-free, corn-free, ancient grain mix, brown rice, and water. Dough is rolled thin and cut into triangle shapes. Chips are baked and fried using Alliance certified organic oils. Sea salt is added and chips are bagged. I think these are great. I would eat them all day. Amazing. And texture. the reason is they have lots of sesame seeds in them and sesame seeds are great. Mm. And the rest of it kind of doesn't taste like much, but has a good crunch to it. Really nice crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm into these. These are terrific. Forager Project, give us a call. Mm-hmm. Wow. I got plenty of salt. But, I mean, would you buy these? They were probably expensive. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably like a six ninety nine bag. I don't know if it was that much, but... these are. But would you buy these? No, I'm curious. I have the receipt here. If you had... Instead, the opportunity to like buy a bag of kettle chips. Oh wait, no, I'm not gonna be able to see the receipt because when you when you shop at the co-op, I could see a, this, a situation where I would choose these over kettle chips if maybe if these were on sale. When you when you shop at the co-op, like as long as I've been going in there, they have some sort of like environmentally friendly receipt printer where you cannot see jack shit that's printed on the receipt. Yes, exactly. Yep. I've noticed that too. Okay, so I've got two more here. I okay. want more, more of these. They're really good. Yeah. I think it's the sesame, though. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Like, sometimes I buy those blue chips that have sesame. Those are really good. Blue corn chips. Yeah, but also, I mean, like, the flour is made, it's made from brown rice, and, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Not that there's something wrong with beans. They also just have this really nice, light, but very, like, fried crisp yeah. to them. Oh, they're really good. Okay, next. This one, I'm not... Oh, wait. Actually, we have another... Rice chips? Yeah. These are uh, Lundberg rice chips, pico de gallo flavor. So this is our this is our first flavored like the first chip that has like a flavor powder. Oh, mm. oh. this tastes really. This tastes like a health food chip. I was gonna say this tastes like it is uh, screamingly virtuous. Yeah, I hate it when we talk about virtue in food. By the way, it's not it's not terrible, but. They they need to talk to their friends at the Forager Project. These taste like punishment. These taste like deprivation. Yeah, it's like this will send you screaming to find a bag of, of nacho cheese Doritos. Mm, these will also send you screaming to find like a full calorie real sugar Coke. Oh, that sounds really good God, right doesn't now. Doesn't that sound great? I'm going to get one of those after the show. Okay, hold on now. All this right. one I'm really curious so, about. So there's a lot of coconut stuff on the market There is right a now. lot. Coconut and bras. I have a little bit of a hard time. Um, like using coconuts to, to make a, a sound of a horse I have a little bit of a hard time thinking. Galloping. Oh, God, I hate this. Oh, God, I don't like it. I don't like mm. this fried in coconut oil. Why do people do that? Mm. I was inner tubing okay. like on a river last summer, and a friend of ours brought some like potato chips that had been fried in coconut oil and she was so excited about them because she really liked the flavor. That's a and thing to I, get excited about. And I was like privately thinking to myself, I don't want my chips to taste like coconut. I don't I don't want that. So so privately that you mentioned it on a podcast. Yeah. Okay, I these are terrible. I, I hate them. I don't um, like those. I think, however. <clears throat> if So if you couldn't eat grain, which of these would you have? Oh, I mean, there's, there's, does rice count as a grain? 
I think I don't. I think. I, I was I was wondering if you were if you were excluding the the forager project. Rice is a grain. Okay, so we're excluding the forager project. What oh, about these defi- definitely chips? The, the the Trader Joe's vegetable chips. Okay. So the th- have you ever tried? The the dang coconut chips. Yes. Those are delicious, right? Those are delicious. They kind of like burn the roof in my mouth somehow. Yeah, but they're like they're they have a good crunch to them and they're sweet. Mm-hmm. The the problem with this coconut chip is it's really salty mm-hmm. and like that brings out like a aspect of the coconut flavor that I'm not on board with. It's a bit rancid tasting. But I, yeah, it's a bit rancid tasting. Still fine with coconut bras though. Those are great. I'm also cool with coconut milk. Coconut milk is also great. Yeah, no, I'm not anti-coconut. No, no. I, I kind of just um I think it's just that we want we want the coconut. Like when we when we settle on like an ingredient that's gonna be the fat ingredient, we want it to be able to do everything. But there's no no one ingredient can do everything. Like we all need to work together as different types of root vegetables. Yeah, and I mean that's why even when you're partnered, you know, you need friends because your partner can't do everything, can't be everything to you, Matthew. Yeah, it's true. Not uh, you I, I understand why you're saying that cuz not everyone can be married to wife of the show Lori. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, what are we calling Ash now? Um spouse spouse of the show Ash. Oh yeah. Um, so wait, hold on. So what, what is that? Uh, Satsa. Spouse of the Satsa. Yeah. Satsa. That's great, right? Yeah, Satsa Ash. Well, I mean, ask, <laughs> ask, ask Ash if they're okay with it. But Watsal Lori, mm-hmm. Satsa Ash. Yeah. <laughs> cool. This is great. Okay, so hey, I... guess what, Matthew, we're both married again. Oh, wow. Cheers. cheers. Hey, we're married. Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah, producer Abby and I got you a present, but we're going to give it to you when we see you for pizza night. I don't know if the listeners know that I got married. I think we mentioned it on a, a different episode that comes <laughs> after this episode. Well, they do now. I mean, we, we said you were going to or not in yeah. a previous episode. Yeah. Anyway. And it turned out you did. It turned out I did. Anyway, thank you for getting me a present that I don't know anything about yet, yeah. but I'm really you excited. Will. By the time people hear this, you will have that present in your possession. Mm. Okay, so so clearly our favorite is we're going to join the Forager Project. We are. We're going to make um, it our own project. For me, second to that would be these Trader Joe's vegetable chips. Clearly. Which I honestly think are probably just like the Terra chips with original. Salt, yes. With salt, yeah. So, uh, I mean, is anybody surprised here that we didn't love these black bean chips? Or... I kind of thought I might like the black bean chips, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, but the Forager Project was a nice surprise. Matthew, are the are any of these chips like? Do do you think you would ever get so into one of these chips that you would start a Reddit thread about your addiction to it, looking for some sort of alternative to it to to break your habit? I think I might get so into one of these chips that it, like it would take over my life. I think it could oh. get ugly. I think I think like I would start out as as like a consumer of the Forager Project, but then I would become the Forager. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I got nothing. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. And at SpilledMilkPodcast.com where we'll post a picture of a big pile of bags of chips. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Where we may or may not post a picture of a big pile of chips. And you know what? We also, Matthew and I, are uh, our families are traveling together for Christmas and New Year's. Yes. So we'll probably be posting a lot on the Spilled Milk Podcast 
Instagram. Um, Instagram then. We're really bad at yeah, posting on but, it. It's but, like not, but no, not... we'll like whenever we travel, we're good at it. Yeah. Maybe we'll find you remember when we found those walking bicycles and we rode them around inside the store? Yes, maybe I do we'll, remember maybe that. Maybe we can find other things to ride around yes. inside stores. Uh I'm sure we can, <laughs> legally or otherwise. Okay. Stop riding that thing around inside my store is a thing we'll hear a lot, and mm-hmm. you will too if you if you follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, our producer, who is probably so glad she's not coming with us on this trip, <laughs> is Abby Circatella. Oh, yeah. Right. The, the thing I, I'm trying to like remind myself beforehand, be, like because I remembered like how I usually am on a trip is like I feel like I have to be on at all times. At a certain point, you get a little bit cranky. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you, you've like seen me go through this process a number of times now. Yeah, but I was like, whatever, Matthew, you're fine. Like, uh, you you do you. I'm fine over here, no, which no, is I... not usually how I am in my relationship. So <laughs> <laughs> usually I'm like, right. I need you to be okay right now. <laughs> right. No, no, I'm, I mean, I'm usually fine. No, it's just it's just that like I get to a point like I realize like, oh, like I don't have to be coming up with one liners every 30 seconds. Like we're not actually on the show right now. Do you remember when you needed a hug? I do. Yeah. We were standing in our apartment and in you Tokyo like, no. and Matt and Matthew was like can I can I ask you for a hug I just really need a hug right now you'd been away from uh-huh. from I wasn't, like upset and like and you know Totsi like for a while and you needed a hug and it was like the cutest thing ever and I was like yes Matthew come to mama <laughs> that's yeah that's, <laughs> that's what you said it was super weird <laughs> Okay. After that, I got my own apartment. (laughs) All right. uh, Until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that's that's getting salty with your ex. (laughs) I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. We're we're instituting a strict no callback policy. Great. Okay. All right. From now on, you make a joke, It's you put it in the vault, you're done. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 